Welcome to Church Media HQ. I am your host, Luke Clayton. And before we get started, I want to remind you, remember to subscribe wherever you're listening to podcast or on YouTube. And if you are watching by way of YouTube or Facebook, we'd really appreciate it if you gave this video a like. Also, if you want to be super generous, leave us a rating and review an Apple podcast. Let us know what you think. And that also helps this content get seen by other church leaders like you. Well, today I am joined by special guest Tim Rabin. He is an associate pastor who oversees media, amongst other things, at Beacon Baptist Church in Raleigh, North Carolina. He's been there for over 16 years, and we're excited to have him with us today. Every church I know of, once they start at all, they start a missions program. And mm-hmm. this is not for in the house. This is for reaching out of the house. And that, you, you as a pastor, you've studied and you've worked and you have the message that God's put on your heart. Let's get as many people as can hear that message to be able to hear that message. Yeah, that, that is, again, a lot of good stuff there. couple things I want to circle back to. First of all, I, I want to come back to this idea of removing distractions. I want to kind of pin that. But first, I think it's a great point you made about um, churches that maybe they don't feel comfortable to do a true live stream. And, you know, they, but simply what they do is they just take a, after they've preached their main sermon, they preach it again to a camera. And, you know, some people at first, you think that sounds kind of ridiculous. But there's a lot of pastors preaching their sermons two, three plus times on any given weekend, especially now. A lot of yeah. a lot of churches uh, that maybe weren't before are doing multiple services any given Sunday or weekend, uh, you know, just to create the social distancing element. And so for you to say, you know, especially if you're a smaller church, if you're still, you know, only preaching once, uh, then, yeah, it's not so crazy to say, well, yeah, then I'll turn around and preach this again to, um, you know, to a camera. I could think of last Easter, we helped the church produce their their Easter and we shot uh, the we did everything like you guys did because there were a lot of moving parts everything mm-hmm. was going to be uh, pre-made and then simulated live uh, and so there were uh, um, and so but we actually shot still in the auditorium but we brought our DSLR our nice mm-hmm. camera actually the same one we use here to produce the podcast and um, and the pastor just preached directly to the camera the same way he would uh, to a, a live audience, whether it was online or in person. And so th- I think that's just a great idea. You know, it's just, uh, like I said, it's a, this innovative thinking. Uh, you know, yes, it's a little bit different, but it's really not that different to what a lot of pastors are already doing. They're preaching twice. Uh, in yeah. this case, you're preaching to a live audience, and then you turn around and preaching to a camera. So I think that's uh, really good. Not to mention, uh, you can kind of, uh, you know, what you preach to a live audience off the record, if you will. Uh, well, anything that you want to fix or whatever while you're on the record, you get to make those adjustments. And so uh, I think that's just kind of like a little added bonus there. But yeah, so so like I said, I wanted to, to pin this thought about um, removing distractions. I don't think I've really ever looked at it that way before. Um, I mean, I think it's something we all subtly uh, consider. But when you – and I think that goes into all elements of, of 
media production, whether it's a live, actual live service with mm-hmm. the in-house audiovisual or uh, something with church online. I've, I have heard it said before, you know, the best sound man is the one you know, or the one you don't realize exists. Yeah. Because you only realize the sound man exists when he makes a mistake. One of our guys uh, always know. says that. He says, I want to make f- people forget that I'm here. <laughs> exactly. Because as soon as that, that feedback ring starts, all the heads turn back to the sound booth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> Uh, I've seen I've seen it happen many times. You know, and, and same applies. I I uh, have run uh, you know pro presenter in the screens uh, in a live service before, and you know uh, I remember there's there's one time when first starting uh, that you man you got to be focused to do that job. Um, you know, sometimes with the the sound you can get away with you know just kind of setting your settings and then just sitting back. But you know, with the screens you got to be especially during like the worship part of the service you got to be in tune. And uh, so yeah. I wasn't paying attention very well, and the the crowd's trying to follow along with lyrics, and they're kind of like, "Hey, where you at, man? Come on, <laughs> you know." And so, all that to say, that is the idea: is that we're trying to create a seamless, distraction-free experience, and then when we apply that to your church online, well, if your audio is bad, or your lighting's off, or your camera quality is is poor then, yeah, people are going to notice it. That's going to be distracting. And I can think of times where I've watched, you know, even the, um, you know, kind of what you would consider a professional production where something goes wrong, you know, a malfunction. Yeah, we, Everybody notices that, and it's distracting. And that is oftentimes, especially, you know, in the world of, like I said, Hollywood and sports and whatnot, when that stuff happens, oftentimes uh, that's what you remember about that particular event or game or whatever it is. And so it's yeah. the same thing thing you got to think about this how many people when you got an online ministry i'm assuming you guys broadcast to facebook and youtube mm-hmm. and, and all the platforms yeah. um you know uh, you can go to facebook watch there and you're scrolling through and you know i remember uh this time last year when we we're all shut down and and going on the facebook watch app there actually on my apple tv and man it was like every live feed uh, especially on you know Sundays was I mean that was it it was just church and I mean I do remember I remember thinking no I'm going to check a few of these out and there were some and it was like immediately the quality was bad the sound was off and I was I'm out moving on yeah. to the next one and I'm a I am somebody who like I've said before I am because I am uh, a Christian and because I do you know care about churches and their you know in this area I'm actually a lot more tolerant and a lot more graceful than the average person yeah. is going to be and so that that thought of removing distractions that that is really uh, a great way of looking at it yeah you know it's like if we knew of a mission field where people were constantly gathering eyeballs were there was attention, there was opportunity, and they all spoke your language. We would send church planters there. You know, we would send, mm-hmm. we'd be saying the, the fields are white to harvest. Well, the that's the internet. That's the internet. Yeah. I mean, we, we live streamed on Twitch for a while. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and I know Twitch is made for gaming. It's free. Throw it on Twitch for a while. We didn't catch any traction with it. Ended up pulling it because we weren't getting any, we weren't getting viewers off of it. Um, if I could grow a TikTok, I feel like I'm just too old to be able to grow one. you got to grow <laughs> to a certain level before you can live stream on TikTok. But there's some guys like Dan Bergman. He's uh, doing an amazing work on TikTok. And uh, he's really reaching people uh, on TikTok. And so um, where, the, where the fields are, are white to harvest, we're there. And so yeah. uh, whether that be Facebook, we're, right now we're on Facebook and we're on uh, – we live stream on Twitter through Periscope. 
and we live stream on YouTube and on our church online platform. But uh, we're going to be there where those where those people are um, because it's it's accessible, it's free, and then we have a chat host that monitors um, during service. So that's one of our guys' roles in our media room, back in our video production room, beside the guy who's calling all the shots on camera, uh, is our chat host, mm-hmm. and he's there. Um, if you don't know the church online platform, you know, you're watching this, you got to get to know it. It's free. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. And uh, we can push, they call them moments out where people can respond in the, there in the chat and we can do all kinds of things with there. So he's pushing moments out. Uh, he's commenting on Facebook, uh, maybe answering a question. Um, he's been able to go through and lead someone to the Lord before. There, wow. uh, you can do from chat. You can move it over to a private conversation uh, on the church online platform. You can, and I'm just telling. There's opportunities. People are there. Let's go where they are. And by all means, I believe in the physical church. The only reason digital outreach can exist is because there's a physical church. Uh, Craig mm. Rochelle's got a great talk on that. Of course, the pioneers of church online uh, is yep. Life Church, and he's got a great thing on like you know we're not trying to replace physical church we're trying to take physical church and reach people where they are and you know our goal obviously is for everyone to be a part of a local church and that's what we believe in but just like missions and any passing out a gospel track or any of those things we're trying to trying to get these people tell them about jesus and then get them into a church and um and that's really just been our goal and something that we've really striven to do I, i read this stat recently from um, Kerry Newhoff. Kerry Newhoff says that he believes that in the future, and this is his opinion, that 30% of your church budget should be allocated to digital church. Wow. Now, that would include, obviously, uh, you know, staffing and some things like that. But 30%. And uh, we went in, this includes staffing, but in what we are right now, our digital part of our budget, we're at 1%. So, hmm. you know, you'd have to throw in, Part of my salary, I do other things, and so not all of it. But part of my salary and things like that, um, but thirty percent. And when you really think about it, and it, it really makes sense. Maybe we'll never reach thirty percent, but we're able to fund so many different things. Um, and, and that's what outreach is, right? It's, it's ministry. Outreach is really ministry without uh, without any sustenance to, to keep it up. From you're not reaching people so they can pay. Obviously, you're you're giving, and your giving is going out and trying to reach people uh, for the cause of Christ, and that's exactly what we believe church online is. And um, so we are constantly uh, reminding people to share and, and do those kinds of things. And uh, you know, I just learn from other churches uh, every week. I watch other churches that are doing it and doing it well, mm-hmm. and um, we learn from those churches and you know try to emulate some of those things on doing them in our way. And we are not killing it by any means. Our administrative pastor asked me one time earlier on in the pandemic, do you think some people are coming back because church online experience is too good? And I said, absolutely not. No, I promise (laughs) you, we have serious audio issues sometimes. We have all kinds of things. Uh, We have internet issues. We're actually looking at uh, switching that up to Resi. If you're familiar with Resi or Living as One. we're looking at switching no, up to I've them. No, I've not heard of that. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so that they're uh, phenomenal. Um, but we have internet issues. I mean, we're not giving some experience that's next level, but we're doing our best to be able to reach people. 
Yeah, no, that, that uh, again, uh, a lot of good stuff there. And I, I had not read that from Kerry Newhoff about 30%. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and that's because you got to think about it. And, uh, you know, I, I try because we have a, a pretty, I, I, from what I can tell, a pretty diverse audience in terms of from different sides of the spectrum, different opinions and preferences and things like that. Um, but you think about some of traditionally what the funding goes toward at a church. And I'm not going to call out any ministries or programs specifically, but here here is just a big big question to ask. You think 30 percent? You know, you even said you're like, well, yeah, we're not. <laughs> you, your guys aren't close to that. You guys are trying, but you know, at least you're you're recognizing it's a need to grow. Uh, but you know, some people say 30 percent. Well, that's that's wild. How could we ever do that? Well, I think, and I heard this. Maybe it was actually Kerry Newhoff who asked this as well. Uh, it was it was him or. Uh, I, I, anyways, can't remember. It doesn't matter. But he basically said, um, you know, you got to ask yourself when you're making your budget, what are we allocating towards reaching the world and our community and reaching outside versus what are we allocating to reach inside? Uh, and I think that's a great place to start, you know, because I can think of churches. It's like, yeah, well, if you eliminated, you know, these these programs that don't or, or, or greatly downsized or simplified these programs that are more self-serving. Uh, yeah, you'd be surprised what type of funding you find. And so I'm not a, a professional church financier, so I'm not going <laughs> to tell people how to how to make their budget, spend their money. But I just think that. Uh, you know, thirty percent. I mean, that that does seem like a high number. It does. Uh, but yeah. but but at the same time, even half of that uh, would be a drastic improvement uh, yeah. to what most churches are doing. Uh, and also, I'm, I'm going to circle back. You know, you talked about. Uh, you know, we've you've referred to Life Church and Craig Rochelle, and and they are they're kind of the the leaders in the idea of uh, church online video teaching things like that. And um, uh, I actually I don't think I've talked about this on the podcast before. Maybe I have. So new, uh, sorry if it's a repeat story. But uh, we actually um, me and the producer of the podcast, Bo, uh, we went on a tour of their main uh, central office back. Uh, it was about a year ago. We were in Oklahoma. And uh, we we hit them up, and we're like, hey, by the, so if you're ever in the uh, Oklahoma City area, hit them up. They, they were very generous about it. They said, yeah, come on in. We'll give you a tour. And um, they uh, kind of were walking through. Of course, they've got 30-something locations, you know, yeah. and they're doing this video teaching. And, you know, some people have differing opinions about all that and whatever. I'm not, again, not here to tell you what's right, what's wrong, what you should believe. But uh, just based on my experience, you know, it was kind of like, well, I, I asked the question. I said, well, how the guy who's giving us a tour said, how do you determine? You know, you've got all these locations. How do you determine it? And he said, a lot of it starts with church online. Because when we see that there is a concentrated um, – you know, uh, a type of viewership coming from a particular area. He said, we, we typically go in and, and we'll start to, they, they actually, they've been doing virtual small groups for a long time before yeah. pre-pandemic. So we'll do that. Then we'll see if we can get a local group started. And he's, once we've got that local community to a point where we believe, hey, this is a place for location, that's how we determine we have a new location. And uh, again, Something that uh, is, is very different, very outside of the box, but, um, you know, a, a great application for, uh, you know, church online and how it can be used and how it's not just live stream. And again, I love what you said. It's not about saying, look at us. Uh, it's about saying or, or, or not you see us, we see you. I think that's a great way of putting it. Uh, and so I, I do have a question, you know, and, and maybe uh, this is something you guys are developing or already have, but let's 
playing a hypothetical scenario here. Let's say you do get someone watching from, let's say, the other side of the country, you know, somewhere on the West Coast, uh, or you know, somewhere that's not local in your area where they can't actually, they couldn't physically drive and attend your your church, and uh, you know, they they start to engage, they start to watch, uh, they start to show interest in, um, you know. M- could be any scenario. Maybe they are new. Maybe they do come to Christ through watching your uh, your church online, or maybe they kind of have their, you know, they were going to church, and it's kind of how they get reconnected, regardless of the situation. And they say, well, yeah, I do want to do more, um, but obviously we can't get involved with your church uh, due to physical distance. Uh, do you guys have a process or an approach, or have you dealt with that? Uh, or is there something in the works of how you would deal with that if you encounter that situation? Well, thanks again for joining us right here at Church Media HQ. We've been talking about Church Media HQ as far as what that means beyond just our podcast and YouTube content. We are providing creative content and resources for churches, things like uh, designs, graphics, videos, and even creative coaching. And a lot of this is free, uh, completely free of charge. If you head over to churchmediahq.com, you're going to learn more about these resources that we provide. And if you want a higher level of service and even more, look into Church Media HQ Premium. Church Media HQ Premium is the most affordable full-service creative solution for churches. We're going to offer you, again, a collection of graphics and including source files and Photoshop files that you can edit yourself. And if for some reason that graphics collection doesn't have what you're looking for, then we're going to even deliver uh, other graphics uh, based and custom tailored to what uh, your requirements and your specifications of what you need. We also include our video series and other video assets as part of the Church Media HQ Premium membership. And we offer priority coaching, which means you are going to be able to get on more coaching calls, get more help that are dedicated to your church specifically and helping you with your needs there. Again, just head over to churchmediahq.com if you are interested in either the free content or the premium content available through Church Media HQ. Well, until next time, I want to remind you, as always, you know what I'm going to say. In fact, you need to be the one saying it back to me. You know what it's time for. It's time that you try something new. Why? Well, because it is so much better to fail at trying the incredible than it is to succeed at doing just the average. We'll see you next time right here on Church Media HQ.